When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And we're going to talk about today buying and selling with the law of attraction. Yes. <laughs> so it feels like a, a little bit of like a random episode for us, but you guys are going to get it. So just the idea of buying things using leveraging the law of attraction and understanding your energy and getting what you want when you're buying something and when you're selling things. And, and selling can be like in the literal sense of maybe you're selling something like you know, I'm always selling things on Marketplace or offer up or something, um, or you're selling a product or service or something like that. <laughs> yes, I love it. You know, or and wait, like, selling an idea, selling an idea in a job, like maybe you, you want a promotion and that's like part of that, you're selling that idea. Yes. I was about to say, um, when you started the topic, like if, if you don't think you need like the sales one, cause I know sometimes people listen, like, what is it about? Like stay tuned because this is another way to hear even how to sort of get your partner involved in something, um, and, and do things like that because you're, we're, we are always selling. And if you do it in a way that honors you and honors the other person, it can be super easy and very fun. Yeah, this is an exciting topic, like aligned yeah. selling. Oh, my goodness. Um, I know. And, and you know Cassie's going to be writing a book about this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I already have, like, the chapters outlined. <laughs> yeah. Because it's you, so important. Yeah. yeah. What are you excited about, Cass? Uh, what am I excited about? I am excited about everything, obviously. But we have a new little foster puppy and I'm excited by little foster puppy. I actually mean very large foster puppy. She's a Weimaraner. Um, and so energetic. I'm excited. She's very energetic. I'm excited about um, how I'm having to grow with her, but also that we get to teach her and help her, you know, grow so that she can get a new family. Yeah. That's yeah. so nice. I love how she's helping you grow too. Yeah. You're good at it. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Um, It's new and it's Mm -hmm. fun. And I've never, I I always, dogs just like pick me. Like I end up with them. They're not, Mm -hmm. it's usually never like I go out and, and seek them. So this is kind of different. Yeah. That's very, very true. I think with kids and with um, pets, is even if you didn't go, don't go pick them on some level, you, you've attracted them into your life. Like. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What are you excited about? Um, well, in the past little while I've been auditing skills camp. Did I, did I talk about this? Cause I'm so, I'm just so, I, exci- you told me, but I don't think you talked. Oh, about it. okay. I'm so excited about like just retuning in and, and going over everything with, I know so much more now than, than the couple years ago when I created it. And so I'm excited to just make the experience even more powerful for the women going through that. And when I think of, it really reminds me of like, 
When I think of if there's one thing, one message I would leave the world, it's all in skills camp. <laughs> yes. And so, like, it's so, like, I'm so connected to it and to, to everything about it and, and the transformation. So it feels so exciting to, like, be in that energy. And it's coming out soon again. So keep your heads, heads up. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I totally get that. Sometimes I read um, because if someone does assignment a little bit different, like I read to see if like I need to adjust or like just it's because I'm I'm tuned more in and I'm looking for a different answer or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And very often I'm like, oh, man, this is this can go. This can go. This is what's important. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So where do you want to start with our. Well, I'll just warn listeners that, you know, if they hear the dog in the background, (laughs) I can hear her. Um, But yeah, so just a warning for that. Um, She's with us today. (laughs) She is with us today. Enjoy the puppy energy. Um, (laughs) And with our topic, I want to start with, I think so many people have a bad taste about salesmen. And then when that translates to is being sold something. Or like, so they have a bad taste about being sold something. And then if you have to, or you want to do it for your business or your life, or even on marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. It can create this, that experience that you had as the buyer Mm -hmm. can create this other negative experience sometimes as the, the seller, because you have this resistance because you don't want that. You don't want to create what you felt in other people's life. And so I think we're going to navigate both ways give you some tips on how to be a better salesperson, which is first acknowledge that that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay to like sell things. Um, if that is <laughs> what you need to do, right. Rather that is on marketplace or in your business, like it's okay. And we can find a place to feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It really has like, so let's start with selling. Selling really has gotten this like really bad wrap, I guess, because of people who haven't done it from a connected, aligned place, right? So I think that for me, one of the first things, if you're um, ready to sell something, it is is tuning into the value of it. Because if you're not connected to what you're offering or to this, to the person, to the world, whatever, uh, you won't you won't feel you're not coming from that authentic place, right? So even if you're selling a pair of shoes on Marketplace or you're selling a couple thousand dollar coaching program, like you have to know the value of it. You have to believe in what it's going to offer to somebody else. So when I sell shoes, (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I loved these shoes and they don't serve me anymore. Right. And it's, you guys, this is, I'm going to give away one of my tricks. So when I am writing, when I'm selling used things online and I'm writing the ad for it, I get into the vibrational place of my favorite memory with whatever it was. And I like think about it and I'm like, oh, I love this thing. And I tell you, it sells so quickly um, because that's the energy going into it. Like I know the value of that thing. Oh, that's amazing. Which let me point out what most people probably do. They go into this energy of, oh, I have to sell on my, or like, I want to sell this, but, but whatever, but the last time on marketplace, but this, but this is my first time. And my friend told me it sucks to sell things on marketplace, but like all of these other things, instead of getting into that energy 
technically has nothing to do with selling, but everything to do with selling. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because you're in the feel good. Like, why would someone else want this? And not, and it's not a fake, right? I think mm-hmm. so often this is where people get into is they try and find that fake, this is how I feel good about it, instead of finding the real feel good, which doesn't have to be about selling. For Jenny, it's about, this is my favorite memory, which I love. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So many more things are going to sell in Marketplace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, Cass? So after like understanding the value of whatever it is you are selling. Mm-hmm. After the value. Um, is <laughs> it's, I mean, what we always talk about, it's trust, right? Mm-hmm. Trust the process, trust your intuition, trust that it's going to go where it needs to go, right? Whether you sell it, um, and there's a lot of places to get off here, I think, because that, that was a lot, but trusting that there is a match, mm-hmm. which most people don't trust there's a match, you know, like if I have something to sell, there's someone to buy it. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get off because then when, oh, it's not sold in a day or this or I put it up and somebody said it's too expensive or it's this or it's that or nobody, you know, somebody said they wanted and didn't show up. We start to go into that fixing place that we often talk about instead of going back to the trusting, like was this, you know, was the price, was the investment inspired? If you can check yes to that great was you know do I really want to sell yes like can I feel good um if it doesn't sell today right because I think so many people like they want it in five minutes which Mm -hmm. you can't get there obviously Jenny has built that up right speaking of Um, building beliefs like what we talked about last week yeah that doesn't doesn't come in an instant yes Mm -hmm. and if you've taken on a lot of other the the thing about Jenny that I know and you probably know too about her, is that she didn't take on a bunch of negative marketplace beliefs before. Mm-hmm. So she's not sort of retrusting or relearning. Like she probably filtered all those out before she ever even started sh- um, selling a marketplace. Actually, it's really funny <laughs> because I had more than one person say like, oh no, don't use marketplace. It doesn't work. I'm like, it always works for me. <laughs> Right? I know. I've heard you say, like, I've heard so many stories, and I'm not a person who really sells on Marketplace. Like, that's, if we're going to do something, that's my love's idea, because she likes that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I'm just neutral about it. I don't, (laughs) if I needed to, I feel like I would. And I have in the past, like, you know, when I would put stuff on Craigslist or whatever Mm -hmm. before Marketplace. Um, But yeah, like, you didn't, you don't take on that. And so know that you have to build that belief but also you're still, you're doing all the things. You're following inspiration. Um, what's the price, right? You're not asking someone else what the price should be. You just get the price. And I had a client who just did this. She shared it in an interview that's coming out, but none of her family thought this thing would sell. She had a price that felt good. It sold so fast and she wanted it out of her house, but she was like, okay, well, what should the investment be? She got it in, you know, inspired. It sold so fast. Her family didn't believe it. You know, and then her husband was like, oh, maybe we should have charged more. And she's like, no, that was the perfect place. And it was so easy. I love that. That's a big, that's a big one too, is finding that, that price that feels good to you and that you're in alignment with. Like we could do a whole, I mean, that's a whole training on that. But, um, I think the other- I'll have that training one day. Yeah, you (laughs) 
I think the other really important thing too is so when you're selling, like, on like, I always want who's ever gonna get it to have the best experience too. Like, I don't want someone mm, to hold on. buy. Okay, I just want to stop there. You okay? Like, in order to be a great seller using the law of attraction, you have to want the other person's experience to be amazing. Yeah. If it is one-sided, um, that energy will always be felt. Mm-hmm. And that energy will be, like, on some level, yucky. Yeah. Yeah. When I, like, when people are coming into Skills Camp or Truth Tribe, like, I don't want to ever convince someone they should do this. Like Me that, either. That's the opposite energy, I think, well, A, a foundation of, of growth and opening, but... It does, that doesn't feel good to me because I know this person needs to be ready. Whether it's coaching or buying a pair of running shoes, they I want them to have the best experience that they are asking for. And so when that plays into trust, like when you're when you're putting your focus there, it's so much easier to trust because there's nothing for you to control in that. You just know you want to have a good experience. You feel comfortable with this price. You feel, you know aligned with um, the experience that you're going to give and then you just let the you want that for the other person and the receiving end and everything just lines up yes and it's so important because the energy that goes into it matters yeah so when like if there is thing guys right energy like everything. matters <laughs> everything So if there is a, like, especially when you're selling like a coaching program or you're selling anything that's connected to transformation, if you're convincing someone, they can never fully trust the process because if they were convinced or in a way manipulated um, by, you know, asking the right questions or, you know, sort of whatever it is, right? Um, And asking questions is good, but we're talking about in certain trainings where it's like, oh, overcome this subjection, overcome this. Like if they, it comes back later. If you were sort of, you didn't get to fully trust yourself in your yes, but you were kind of convinced. And if you, if the person allows themselves, that will, that comes through the whole thing. It comes through the whole experience. It, um, which is why as the buyer, if you're not 100% certain, it should be a no. Because that influences everything else that follows. Yeah. I want to say just one more thing about that. So if you're being manipulated or this is the sales process, so being or your your intention is to convince them, you're not giving them the opportunity to choose. You're not giving them the opportunity to say yes for themselves. And so that's why they are not starting with trust because they never get to choose. Yes. So, but as you're, you're always want to go into it, giving the full choice to the other person and trusting you get whatever you need. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the buying side a little bit, the receiving. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I think we're almost taught to expect this stuff. So there's a certain, like you have to come into your, um, anytime you're buying something, you have to over, like, you have to think through or you have to prepare. Oh, my God. Like, who it. else cringes when they, you know, have to go to a car dealership or, yes. like, some a salesperson's walking up to you. You're just like, ugh. 
right? <laughs> like you automatically, you, you can feel it in your body that you like shrink or you want to go away or, you know, because of what's happened before. And so it's really important to decide what you want the experience to be like, right? And follow inspiration and be willing to walk away. Mm. Um, Keep going. I, yeah. Yeah. So I want to tell this story. I, <laughs> I would do it differently now. I wouldn't, I don't think I would need sort of the backup, but when I bought my Jeep 15 years ago, I didn't want to be pressure. I wanted, I wanted to make sure I had a full yes for me, like investing and paying on something for five years was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be certain for myself and so I was going to trade in one car that I had, but I actually had a, I had my like car that I'd had in high school, which had been totaled, but it was still drivable and I still drove it for gas mileage. I would always take that car because that wasn't the car I was going to trade in. <laughs> and I would, and the salesman's like, you didn't bring the car so we can evaluate. It's like, I didn't, darn it. I'll have to come back, but I'd still like to drive the Jeep today. <laughs> and I did this three times. Because I wanted to be sure. And he did. And today, I think I wouldn't go back to him. But in the past, I had some, like, invisible obligation that I felt to, like, oh, I've talked to him before. But if he said what I'm about to say to me today, I would walk out immediately and I wouldn't come back. Mm -hmm. So he's at one point, he said something like, so I think my payment was going to be $256. And he's like, you know, the average car payment is $700 in Colorado. (laughs) Like this is nothing compared to that. You should be so happy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, that doesn't mean that's what I want. Like I'm not basing my decision on everyone else today. I would walk out and I would not go back to him. I would, I would keep walking away until I found the salesperson that made, was willing to let me walk away. Yeah. That's, um, I love those words. Cause I think sometimes some of the hardest things to, uh, is just knowing what words to say and and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's not how I make my decisions. Or I want to make my decisions based on what I want. Or I want to make my decisions based on, you know, th- those were great words that you said to him that I don't think you probably actually said to him, but I think we could, These, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I recently said it to a solar salesman. I said... Yes. <laughs> I don't make my decisions based on this. I make it based on yes. inspiration. Yes. So there's nothing you can say that's going to convince me because until it feels right inside, it's not going to be a yes. Yes. I've definitely made, I've definitely said those words. Like <laughs> I, I, I always say I make my decisions ba- based on what feels best. I said that to the window yes. guy. <laughs> I said that to the last like guy I hired for my company. And I was like, I, I, I'm choosing you because it feels the best. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is, if we just all like put down all of sort of the, if every salesperson put down that training, worked on their own stuff, because we probably don't have time to go in this today. But I think as a salesperson, for me, it's really about believing you, that person isn't going to make or break your day. Like you want to be open for the people who need you. And so getting a no, like if they say no, great, then you're just like open for the next person. Yeah. Um, I think that's our responsibility is to know that we're going to be taken care of with or without a sale. Yeah. Right. And so because don't you want people to feel really good and really good about, oh, yeah, they felt good. So they said yes. Not 
I made them, I talked them into, I explained enough so that they felt good. Mm -hmm. So I think when we're being sold to or we're receiving something we can maybe walk into the next experience with, and this is something you can take away and practice, is as you see that person coming up to you or as you, you know, are going into a store with something like that happening or getting on the phone with someone you know, I'm open to getting everything I want here, or I'm yes. open to this being a really great connection. So, cause I think we do have to get out of our own way in order to have a good, um, experience being sold to. We, we are the ones that have to start with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's a little bit of selling and a little bit of buying and being sold to anything else you want to add in here, Cass? Just like everything, it takes practice, right? So if you realize, oh, I didn't feel 100%, but I felt, you know, 70% instead of 50, like just keep practicing. Yeah. And be good to yourself in the process. I love it. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.